What's good, y'all? This is Dope Dialogue presented by Black Monopoly. Today we got on Alana Aspen. Hello. What's up? How you feeling? I feel great. How nice. are you? I'm great. Good. good. <laughs> sure. Let's jump right into it. Okay. Uh, give the listeners a little bit of where you come from, you know, where you're born and what was your upbringing like? So I am from Michigan, Midwest. Hello, gang gang. Um, <laughs> let's see, I had a pretty normal upbringing family-wise. Um, I think in middle school, it kind of got rocky. Oh no, high school, because my dad uh, got really sick when I was a freshman in high school. Um, so he had a brain aneurysm. So it was just me and my mom, and then um, my dad ended up passing like eight years later. So it was normal up until that point. Um, and then, let's see. I had a normal, pretty normal school-wise upbringing. I definitely dealt with the bullying and all that in middle school, which kind of shaped the way I, I viewed things a lot. So I've been working on that. But other than that, school was cool. Um, did college, wasn't my thing. I got to a point where I was like, I cannot be in L, uh, no, not in LA. I cannot be in Michigan anymore. Uh, this is so awful. No offense to the Michi Michiganians. Uh, it's just not for me. And I was like, I have to leave. So I ended up just dropping out of college and moving to LA <laughs> in 2016. And I'm still here. So hey, go for your dreams. Nice. Amen. What was that decision to drop out like? I know, I can understand like, it'll be, you know, it's a tough decision to make because, like, mm -hmm. you know, maybe throughout your life, it's probably like this is the vision of the path to success. Yeah. What was it like? Like, how'd you make that decision? Yeah, I definitely dealt with that a lot with my family. Just it was always ingrained into me. Like, you finish high school and you go to college, you get your degree, and then you enter corporate America. And I definitely felt for a long time I didn't tell a lot of my family because I felt embarrassed. Like, oh no, I'm I'm the, I'm the dropout. I'm the one that didn't graduate and all that. Um. But now, so I realize that in this day and age, you don't even need college. You know, offense sure. to anyone that's in college, stay in school, okay, if that's for you. But if it's not for you, don't feel bad because there's so many things you can do without a degree. There's so many. I feel like unless you want to be a doctor, a scientist, a lawyer, something that needs extensive schooling, you can build your own business. You can build your own brand. You can start your own marketing thing all without school. So now that I've seen that, especially in LA, it's filled with hustlers with no degree who are just out here doing doing it better than people who actually do have a degree. I'm like, okay, I don't feel bad anymore. Nice. This is this is my path. The college path is for other people, but I feel at peace with it now. But in the beginning, it was like, am I going to do this? I'm going to make this leap. And I'm the type of person, I just get to a point where I'm just like, fuck it, whatever happens, happens. And then that's pretty much what I did. Got you. Yeah. So like, you don't have to go too deep into it, but what was the beginning of it like? Like after you dropped out mm -hmm. and you know, you started this journey, what was the beginning like? How did you in LA? create your path? Yeah. Oh, my first year in LA, I was a hot mess. I got caught <laughs> up in all the, the sauce that For you could be caught up in in LA. Um, so that was my first year. And then my second year, Honestly, my second year up until now is now my fifth year. I've just been slowly transforming. I've gotten really into spirituality and, and deepening my connection with God and deepening my knowledge of who I am, like meditation, prayer, everyday journaling, getting getting these things out of my head and onto paper and just seeing like how I need to work through certain things instead of letting like all that energy be pent up inside of me. I've just been able to release a lot of stuff and grow and grow and I feel like now I'm finally at the point in my life where I'm like, all right, it's go mode. My dreams are completely attainable. This is what I have to do to make them happen. And this is what I'm going to do to make them happen. Like I'm finally at a place in my life where I just feel fearless. And yeah, that's dope. How'd you get there? Is that something that was 
did you have a teacher or somebody to guide you in that spiritual aspect or was it like just common knowledge for you to be like, all right, I'm a journal. I'm going to, you know, meditate and just transfer this energy. So, okay. So <laughs> it's my journey. I'm just going to go through my whole journey streamlined. So it's nice and cute size. Smooth. So it started a few months before I moved to LA. I saw this movie on Netflix called The Secret. I know it's a large part of everyone's like spiritual path in the beginning. They read or watch The Secret. And it's pretty much telling you about the power of the mind, about how Literally anything you want in life, if you think you can do it, the universe, God is going to align that to make it happen for you. So that's what sparked my interest in like, oh, so just because these are my circumstances now, it doesn't mean that this is the way my life has to go. I can do like a complete other thing. So I went from that. And actually, when I I watched the movie in Michigan, then when I moved to L.A., I was staying in an Airbnb at first. And the girl I was renting the room from had the book, The Secret. So I watched it in Michigan, then I read the book, like my first week in LA. Um, and then from there, I just slowly developed a meditation practice, which I still am not the most consistent with, but I definitely recommend getting consistent with that. I dabbled with yoga, um, off and on, nothing too serious. And then last year, after I had, I have a baby, she's one. So she sparked this whole new, like a, it was like a new fire. Like I was always kind of like in and out of it. Uh, but I was like, okay, no, like there's things that I need to heal. There's things I need to work on to be a better example for my daughter. Cause I don't want my daughter to get wrapped up in low self-esteem, not having confidence, not, you know, knowing that she can do whatever she wants to do. So I felt like the only way that I can really show this to her is if I live it. So I kind of got to a point where I felt stuck. This was back in like July, August, and I was in an acting class and my teacher, I was doing a scene and she pretty much told me like you have this mask and for some reason you think that that's what people want to see but it's not you and it's okay to be you and I don't know (laughs) what it was but she just sparked something in me and there was this my homegirl was always posting on Instagram about her her homegirl who is a Reiki sound healing specialist type of vibe she has a lot of other stuff too but that's the most streamlined word I can use to describe her. She's a healer. And so I just made an appointment with her and I I didn't know what to expect. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to this healer appointment and I'm just going to see what happens. And it was three hours. Pretty much told her my whole life journey and what I wanted to work on. And she did lots of sound healing with me and um, we drank tea and it was awesome. She gave me tips for how to continue my healing on my own because we're all our own healers we don't need to go to a healer we can do it ourselves you just need to know like hey this power is in me and ever since then like the day after i woke up and i was expecting this like instant change and i was like oh i still feel the same maybe it didn't work but now so that was last august so like almost like a year almost half a year later i'm like oh so this is like a slow burn because now i'm at this point where i've i've I put in the work consistently to heal myself. And now I'm at this point where I'm like, oh, this is the woman I always wanted to be. And she was always like right in me. I just had to like peel back all the all the layers of like the pain and the trauma and all that. Well, that's dope. So then you got got, I feel like I just went on a ramble. So I (laughs) hope that answered the question. I answered it perfectly. So then like that gave you the tools also that you're going to pass down to your daughter and everything. Absolutely. And that's a good like transition to ask, like, how do you balance you know, your career, your business, entrepreneurship, and, you know, being a mom, especially like a new mom, because nobody really has all the answers, but no you're learning as you grow. Yeah, Literally. So how do you... 
so, and then it's like, I had my daughter at the peak of the COVID, April, 2020. So like no mm. one knew what was happening with COVID. My mom was supposed to come out here and help, but she, you know, no one could fly anywhere. So it was literally like me and her dad just figuring it out. Um, and it was hard. Wow. It's been very, very hard. And I feel like she's 13 months now. I feel like it's taken me until now to get okay with the fact that I'm not going to be perfect. And that my version of motherhood isn't going to match up with like the picture perfect Instagram moms or whatever that are faking their whole lives. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're a new mom, so many people want to like throw advice at you and you have to learn to just take it with a grain of salt because what works for you and your baby might not work for the next girl and her baby or your what worked for your mom and you even. So be okay with, with finding your own way of doing things and being okay with that because all your baby needs is for you to show up and give your all and love them. And as long as you're sure. doing that, you're okay. So I've just learned to cut back on, I'm a perfectionist and I'm really hard on myself to get a lot of things done. So I've just learned to just be okay with what, what I managed to get done for that day. Uh, sometimes it's a lot, sometimes it's a little, like if I'm focusing heavy on being a great mom and making sure she gets all of her um, learning and everything done for the day, then my own stuff might take a back seat. But if I'm in a day where I'm like, I'm in grind mode and I'm getting all my work done, then, you know, her dad might have to take over a bit and then I don't get as much one-on-one -on -one attention. And you just have to learn the perfect balance for you, not the perfect balance in general, but the perfect balance in you and know that you're doing the best you can, you know? It's for real. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> so let's tap into your entrepreneur side. Yes. Uh, Tell us about your business and your brand. Yes, so my business is called Trinkformations. I'm gonna spell it because people don't know what I'm saying when I say that. It's Trink, T-R-I-N-K, Formations, F-I-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S. Nice. So it started as, um, in COVID, I was like, what can I do to make myself feel like I'm living in a purpose and not just sitting at home every day? So I started an affirmation page. That's the way it started. It wasn't a business. It's just let me share some affirmations that have been working for me with my healing with the world and just see where it goes. And then a few months ago, I had this spark, this idea that popped in my head like, oh, I can make an affirmation card deck and we could turn this into a whole business. And so, like I said, I'm working on like pushing past fear and just going for what I want to do. So that was my first kind of big project with that, because um, normally ideas just used to stay in my head, but I would be too scared to like move forward with them out of fear of rejection or failure or whatever. So I was like, okay, let me just, I found, I Googled how to make an affirmation card deck first, because I had no idea. And I found this website, um, this woman, her name is Chantelle Davis Gray. She's awesome. She makes a what's it called it's pretty much it not an ebook it's like a website but whatever she makes this kit that shows you how to put make your own deck of cards whatever you want it to be whether you want it to be tarot or affirmation or whatever you're trying to do she breaks it down step by step how to make it so I bought that and I did it I did every single step and I ordered my inventory and I put it on Etsy and now it is here Ooh, the nice. very first affirmation card deck the empowerment cards it's 30 cards of affirmations that i feel have been most important to helping me come into my own power and honestly i didn't know how the world would receive them but every piece of feedback i've been getting has been like blowing my mind like nice. one of my uh, i don't want to call them customers because why why not because i feel like we're family you know, I feel like, because this is literally like my soul. I put my soul into this and I feel like, yeah, my, my supporters. One of my supporters 
she was telling me that she has to buy a whole new deck of cards because her, ooh, I'm, maybe four, five, three to five year old daughter had taken the cards and was using them every day. And it really has been helping her daughter grow her own self-esteem. And I was like, wow, that's beautiful. Like I was so touched by that. And every piece of feedback has been like, these are changing my life. I, I read them every day. I look forward to them every day. And I'm like, I had no idea. Nice. I had no idea. And this could have just been one of those ideas that just stayed in my head and I never did anything with them. But now, you know, they're actually helping people. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So like, you don't have to give the, the your full recipe because you know everybody has their own, you know, things that make their product unique. Mm-hmm. You said um, you put your soul into it in a way. Yeah. So how do you like? What does that process look like in terms of making these affirmation cards that are going to speak to people? Yeah. So what I did, I literally just first of all, it's all God. I nice. prayed on it. I was like, God, just send them to me. Whatever I need to put forth into this world like help me do that so it started with just a a word document I just was like okay I'm gonna just speak for my soul like what what do I think that I need to to tell myself to remind myself of my power because at the end of the day these are affirmations that have helped for me so they just kind of flew out you know I made a list of 30 um I think it was like 36 and then I just went through and I deleted the ones that didn't speak to me as much and I got them down to just the final 30 that really are like okay like this is that when I read this I'm like all right I'm reminded of who I am um so I kept those ones and then after that like I said I bought the um I don't know what's called it's called it the program, I suppose, that uh, helped me take it from just the affirmations in the Word doc to the, to the actual deck. Smooth. Yeah. So do you have like any visions to expand? Like to be like, you know what, I'm going to get to this realm of, you know, the spirituality. Realm. Absolutely. So because this literally started as an affirmation page and then I was like, I just got the idea to make a deck. I don't have a business <laughs> plan. That's I'm cool. literally going with the flow, I am at the point now where I do have to, to make a plan, so I'm working on that. But my vision is just for this, to, first I want my own storefront one day, but before that, I want to get these cards, the empowerment cards, we're almost at Etsy bestseller status, by the way. Uh, I wanna get them into retailers. So I wanna be able to reach more people that way. I wanna expand into, I have an idea right now for two more affirmation card decks, but I also wanna do journals, I wanna do calendars. I wanna make self-love and self-care easier for because i know we're all busy running around but if it's just like a a card you can pull every day or your planner or your journal already has these these self-care tips or these affirmations it makes it easier to to stay on track with that so i want to help bring self-love to the masses my my motto is to inspire spread love and inspire healing that's what we do here it's actually here spreading love inspiring healing (laughs) that's pretty dope that's pretty dope yeah is there like a do you do you feel like there's a market or a gender that would appeal to these most because like I feel like there's I feel like men definitely need to get into affirmation cards because you know we have to speak to ourselves like nicely kinder so do do you have like a a male focused one like not to say that this one is you know primarily for women Mm -hmm. but do you have one that's kind of like all right or are you thinking about being like all right this is how you can speak to men that's that's a great question because that was something I was struggling with because I don't want it to just be catered to women. For sure. And because um, men, especially black men, um, they keep so much inside. For sure. You're, you're taught to, oh, don't cry, don't express your emotions because that makes you like a woman. And it's like, no, we all need to cry. We all need to express our emotions. We all need to work through our traumas because that's how you grow. So 
I definitely do want to expand into probably maybe something that is specifically male focused. This nice. is meant for men and women, by the way. There for is sure. no. I know it looks purple, and you might think, oh, that's girly, but uh, nah, that's <laughs> these are royal. These are royal royalty. colors, and for that's sure. why I picked them: purple and gold. For sure. So I definitely don't want to box myself into just women. I want to reach men as well. Maybe that's a great idea. Having a, a male focused one would be cool, but I think that I would probably bring in a male to help me with that because I wanted to. I wanted to be relatable. You know, nice. I want I want it to be so maybe I would collab maybe with Chuck. <laughs> Got you. Sounds pretty dope. That's a great yeah. idea. For sure. And another aspect of you is acting. Yes. So like what's what's that like? Like speak on that. So acting. Oh, acting. I love <laughs> acting. So this my acting has evolved as I've evolved because when I came out here I was like 2016, you know, I'm going to move out to LA and I'm going to be an actress, but I did not have the confidence to actually believe that that was attainable, you know? So now I feel like I'm finally at this space and now I'm just like, I'm also a writer. So I have a web series that I'm working on called The Misadventures of Weed Woman. I'm working on it with my friend, Mercy Ojo. Ooh, I hope I pronounced her last name right. Her name is Mercy. She's amazing. She's an actress and she makes a lot of dope stuff. Follow her on Instagram. See her content. So yeah, we're working on a web series and it's my it's, not, it's my first web series that I've actually had the idea, just like the cards, and actually followed through. Because I've came up with a lot of ideas for things to write and I've just never, I'm like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if people will like that. And and this is the first where I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to get this content out because I think the world needs to see it. And everyone I pitch it to, they're like, oh, that's a great idea. I'm, I'm going to say the log line. I'm not going to say too much, but this, sure. is, this is our little tag. So it's pretty much two best friends get fired on the same day. And they also on that same day get hired by their local drug dealer. So the web series right. is just following, <laughs> following them along as they learn how to be weed women. Smooth. Yeah. Excited to see that one. I'm excited for you to see it. For sure. Like, just to go back a little bit, you said that you lacked, or you felt like you lacked the confidence in the beginning when you first came to pursue Mm -hmm. your acting career. How did you, one, like, how were you able to pinpoint that and also be honest with yourself to fix it? And what did that fixing stage look like? Um, to pinpoint it, I, I pretty much knew when I just wasn't progressing um, I was like I came to a point where I was like I'm holding my own self back like I'm not putting myself out here because I don't believe in myself really you know Um, but at the same time I'm upset that I'm not where I want to be but I'm like sis when you break it down it's all in here it's it's your own trauma that's holding you back so and like I said my acting coach um, was able to let me see that not even because she knew what I was going through like outside of class but just her feedback it was hard for me to really connect with characters and really let go because I was always focused on like how am I being perceived are people gonna like this like are you loving my performance right now like those thoughts were always going through my mind and it was blocking me from being great as an actress so as I've learned to heal my own insecurities of oh people aren't gonna like me people um are going to think that I'm like, people are not going to like this. People are going to think I'm dumb or stupid or crazy, whatever. I've learned to just become more vulnerable because who I am is who God wanted me to be. And whoever doesn't like it, isn't meant to like it. Whoever does like it is meant to like it. And, And the more that I get into that confidence of just letting myself be me freely, the better I am as an actress, because I'm, I'm able to really tap into these characters and their stories and find what connects us and 
express that freely without the block of how I'm being perceived from the outside. I'm able to just really live life through the eyes of these characters now, which is awesome. Got you. That was yeah. well said, for sure. for sure. Thank you. Sure. And to go back to your web series, mm -hmm. what's the, like, you don't have to go too deep, but just for somebody who's, who might be interested in creating one themselves, what does that entail? Like, what, how do you build one? Like, what, what people do you need around you? What do you need to focus yeah. on and, you know, resources? So this is the fun part. Like, just like with these, I learned, they're upside down. Just like with <laughs> these, I'm learning as I go. <laughs> I'm learning as I go. Um, so, so far what I've learned is that it takes a lot of collaboration. Like, you cannot win out here by yourself. I mean, you can, but wouldn't you rather have a team? Sure. So what we're working on is building that team. We're, 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 we're tapping into all of our resources and our networks and we're saying like, hey, like if you feel aligned with this you know, project, if, you, if it speaks to you, please. Let's let's make it our own. Let's be a family. Let's have it be our project. You know, you need to get out of that selfishness. Like this is mine. I want it to make me a star. Like f all these other people. Like no. Like bring people in. Make it a family thing. You know, because you need other people to go hard for you. You can't just be out here going hard for yourself. You know. For sure. Um, it's literally the lay of the land. It's all networking. So I'm learning to tap into my resources and figure out who I can bring onto this team to make this vision a reality. And just um getting over the fear of your idea being stupid and just putting it out there. I literally, anytime I'm around people in the industry, I speak about it and I get really good feedback. And before I would be really nervous and like, oh my God, like they're going to think that this isn't good and I don't want them to like think bad things about me. But it's like, you know what, F it. If it's not good, they should be the ones to tell me because these are people that are actually in this industry and have been for years and, you know, have awards and accolades and all this stuff where I want to be, you know? So I if their feedback is that my project is stupid, please let me know <laughs> so I can move in a different direction. Um, so it's just, you know, I'm no longer afraid of that rejection. I think that's a big part. Don't be afraid of rejection. You know, rejection is good because it stops you from things that aren't meant for you. You know, you're only going to get the things that God wants you to get. Sure. You got to think of it that way. And that makes rejection a lot easier for me personally. And that's something you have to grow and tell yourself or is that Absolutely. something you just for? I had to grow and tell myself. Like I said, before the fear of rejection and the fear of because I, I was bullied in middle school um and that shaped my whole mind it took me until like i said pretty much this year to like let go of those old thought patterns that weren't serving me and one of those thought patterns is um, i want to fit in like i don't want people not to like me i need people to like me oh my gosh like what if they think I'm stupid? What if they think I'm weird? And I realized that it's like, I can't keep living my adult life with these thought patterns that were formed in middle school. You know, um, so I feel like I ramble and I get off track of the question. Nah, um, I, I think yes, you're answering it like perfectly. Yeah, that is, that is how I personally, like I said, the healing, the journaling, the meditating, the pray, lots of prayer, like God, help me, please. Mm -hmm. Help me, please get over this, release this. Finally, um, I'm finally at the place where I can think of rejection as, as, as not like, oh, this is bad because it means that I'm not good enough or I don't fit in and think of it like, oh, God's saving me from something that's not meant for me. That's great. You know? Got you. You got to look at it as a good thing. For sure. Mm -hmm. And you spoke about reprogramming yourself yep. like, from, from everything. Yep. That's perfect for this, you know, segue as we're about to, you know, wrap up and everything. Mm -hmm. What's one valuable gem or piece of game that you can get somebody to reprogram themselves? Because I'm pretty sure a lot of people do need that reprogramming. Like throughout life, mm -hmm. this definitely programs or pieces of it that's been instilled in people Absolutely. that don't work or serve for them. So what's, uh, you know, any, it doesn't have to be in that realm, but what's one valuable 
gem you could drop on anybody listening, regardless of, you know, gender, age, creed, anything? It is never too late to change. It's never too late to, first of all, because pe people around you want to keep you stuck to who you are. And when you start to change and evolve, some of those people are going to be like, oh, you're going through a phase. Like, who are you? Like, you want some fake stuff? It's like, no, like I'm growing and I'm allowing myself to grow into who I was always meant to be. And let those people fall to the side because the, the people that are meant to be in your life are going to be attracted to you, um, attracted to your new vibration that you're setting forth. So it's never, never, ever too late to heal. It's never too late to change. It's never too late to go in a different direction. You can do anything you want to do. We're not meant to be the same. We're not meant to stay the same our whole life. We're meant to constantly evolve. And if you tell yourself it's okay to constantly evolve, like this is a positive thing, then you allow yourself to do that. If, if you're telling yourself, ooh, I, I'm, I need to stay down with you know my homies, I need to stay where I'm at, I don't want anyone to think that you know I'm being fake or whatever, you're gonna do yourself a disservice. Like let yourself change, let yourself like new things, let yourself try new things, let yourself turn into who you're meant to be, and that might be a completely different person than who you are right now, you know, and that's okay. That's okay. Damn, that was smooth for sure. So like let's take a let's take a card out real quick. Yes. So I, if this is your first time, if you buy this, by the way, um, you can find it in the Trinkformations. Are you going to have a text box? I could put one in. Yes, sure. so Trinkformations, <laughs> at Trinkformations, the link is in the bio. Also, it's in my personal Instagram's bio, alana.aspen. Um, so if you, it's your first time using it, I suggest going through like one card at a time without shuffling and really like journaling or whatever it takes for you to like figure out like what this affirmation means for me, what this affirmation makes me feel and why, like, is there a blockage here? Do I not believe it? Really go through and figure out why you don't believe it. How can you heal that blockage and allow yourself to believe, you know, this affirmation um, and go through that with all 30 cards. I recommend that for your first time. You don't have to though. A lot of people, they just shuffle them like I'm doing now and they pull one every day and that's cool too. So I'm not a good shuffler. That was my attempt at shuffling. So now I'm going to pull one so you can see a little, let me see. I like to close my eyes. So it's really just like meant to be, you know? For sure. All right. So this is the one we got. Oh, it says my wants and needs are worthy of being put first. From now on, I will choose to honor them. This is the front of the card. Nice. This is what the back looks like. I have two different backs. I have a, a moon one and a sun one. Dope. And I love that affirmation because, honey, especially as women, especially as mothers, it's so easy to get caught up in putting the needs of everybody else above your own, and that's how you end up depressed. Um, so today, whoever's watching this, do something you want to do. Do for something sure. for you because you deserve it. And this is your life. Don't let yourself be a supporting character in your own life. You are the main focus. You are the main character. And it's your wants and needs that need to get satisfied. First and foremost. Love That's that. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> so you should definitely like eventually let that down the line. Do like a video or audio portion of you kind of like just Ooh, breaking like down those affirmations. Down. You know what? Sure, you know what's crazy? I actually like the actual social media aspect of this. I took a break from because, um, like I said, Trinkformations comes from my soul and it's very closely aligned to what I'm going through and what I'm working through because I can only put into the world things that I know. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So this past month or so, I've been going through like a really um, big transition period. I feel like the life that I've 
been praying for is here. Nice. And God is forcing me to level up mentally. Um, he's forcing me to break those final chains of whatever was in the past that was holding me back. Time to chop it off now and forever. And he's forcing me to, um, because like I said, I'm fearless now because I'm going through this, this phase in my life where it's like, okay, like I'm being tested. It's like, are you going to keep being scared or are you going to put yourself out there? What are you going to do? Because you can only win in this industry that you're trying to be in if you, if you put yourself out there. So I just keep getting hit with these like, ah, I have to push fast. Oh my God, I'm scared. Um, so I took a break from the social media aspect of transformations because I am I want to put forth what I'm, I'm learning right now, but I'm in the process of learning it and I need to. I get you. Like you're taking it. Yeah, in, like I'm taking time. It. I'm digesting what I'm sure. going through so I can know the best way to put it forth into the universe. But um, what you said, I was actually doing a series like that where I was like going through and pulling the cards and like breaking them down and stuff. So yeah. I think that's a sign. I'm going to get back into that. I am going to do it. Maybe not all the corners. I want you to buy them. <laughs> for sure, for <laughs> but, sure. <laughs> but definitely, I definitely think that's a good idea because who better to break them down than. The, the channel that God put them into the world through. Exactly, for sure. Yeah. So hit them with, like, you know, where to follow you, where to keep up with you. Absolutely. So you can follow my personal page, alana.aspen. Um, so that's where you can keep up with me personally, and my acting is on. <laughs> it is on. <laughs> we should just redo that part. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> so, like, hit them where they could. Wait, my bad. I wait for it. Just let it, just let it go. So before we skate out, you know, just hit people with where they can keep up with you. Yes. So my personal Instagram is Alana, A-L-A-N-A dot Aspen, A-S-P-E-N, like Colorado. Uh, that's where I put all my personal stuff. My acting stuff goes on there. And then if you want to follow Trinkformations and get these, I'm going to get back on it. I, I feel like I'm at the space where I, I am able to, I've processed and now I know like, okay, this is where... These are the things that I want to put out with Transformations now. Um, so I'll be more active on social media. And you can also find these cards in their bio. That, in, that Instagram is Trink, T-R-I-N-K, Formations, F-I-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S. It's also right here. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Like I said, the social media, you can find daily affirmations. And then the link is in the bio to purchase your own empowerment cards. Real smooth. And with that... That's Dope Dialogue, Black Monopoly, we out. We out! <laughs> Perfect, you a natural, that's crazy. Am I? For real. Thank <laughs> you. That's that actor shit, you know, you just gotta be like, Hi, I'm Alana Aston. book me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>